Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello and welcome to that footballing podcast after extra time. I'm your host this week. I shouldn't be, but I am. It's Greeny. And joining me is just the one half, and that is Mr. Jack, the Derby one, Godfrey. How are you, son? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. I can't believe I can't believe I'm I'm by myself with you here. I, I, I know. Uh, been criticised over the last couple of months for not for not recording and Jack, the 100% record's gone now, so yeah, I think, yeah, I think the fame's got to his head, he's, he's having a big birthday party, you know, he's, yeah. Signing the autographs, Jack, yeah. at his party, eh? Yeah, so for all the listeners out here, I'll get emailing that uh, hour after extra time and uh, give Jacko some shit for uh, bottling it on his birthday, couldn't even grace us on his birthday. I think I recorded on my birthday, just saying, so. Yeah, I think you did actually, yeah. So, it's uh, not good enough, uh, Jacko, and if you do listen to this, mate, me and Jacko, Considering a sacking you, yeah, we've heard Joe, Joe says he's become available, he might be joining, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, Joe. So, while we're on that talk, Jack, let's start things off on the pod tonight, mate, with the uh Carabao Cup final. Um, obviously, we just watched it, mate. What did you make of that final result? Was I thought Laporte were lucky to be on the pitch, Jack, yeah, yeah, Laporte should have been off. Um, referees obviously bottled the first foul that he made, which was, yeah, clear yellow card. and Obviously, uh, his first yellow in the game was would have been his second yellow had he been booked uh, for the first one. Yeah, he, sh- he should have been off. So, yeah, he's, he's very lucky to be on the pitch. But, yeah, I thought the game was boring, to be fair, mate. Um, was expecting a little bit more in terms of attacking from, from maybe both sides. I think City were a bit wasteful. Um, lo- lots of, like, chances that they should have shot and they didn't. Um, they took too many touches and things like that. And uh, for me, Harry Kane didn't look 100% fit. Um Son didn't have one of his better games. I just think it was mainly all City on the ball and stuff. So, yeah, it was sort of an inevitable result. Maybe not as, as many as we thought. and Maybe not as many chances. But, yeah, City, uh, that train keeps rolling four in a row with Carabao Cups now for, for Pep. And, uh, obviously, with, uh, I'm sure we'll come on to it, United obviously dropping points again today. They're only mm. two two games away from winning the league as well, which looks like they're going to do that as well. 
Yeah, I mean, the only the only positive point for any football fan from today's game in the Carabao, Jack, is uh, the fans in, the, in Wembley Stadium, mate. Yeah, it was brilliant to see fans, mate. It, um, it brought a smile to my face, got excited for it and looking forward for uh, when we can have more and more fans in. But yeah, it was, it was great to see. It was nice to see that atmosphere was back and, you know, fans celebrating and singing. And yeah, it was it was brilliant to see. And I think hopefully long may that continue and hopefully we can get um, more than just 8,000 in and we can, you know, maybe go half capacity or maybe mm. even more than that, hopefully in the next couple of months. Yeah, definitely, mate. Let's let's move on to the Premier League, mate. I know you've touched on United already. Today's result, nil-nil away at Leeds. Yeah, I mean, good point for Leeds. Not so good for Man United. For me, I look like Leeds were man-to-man marking, mate, and they just wouldn't leave United alone. What did you make of that? Yeah, no, I agree with you, mate. I think Calvin Phillips sort of sat in the pocket and held on uh, Bruno Fernandes and just pocketed him, really. He wasn't really allowed any space or time to create. Um Man U had a couple of half chances, nothing really major, I wouldn't say. Um, I think the Rashford free kick was probably the best chance they had. And uh, yeah, sort of the same as Man City, sort of possibly took too many touches and, and trying to trying to walk the ball into the net. But yeah, like you said, I think the Leeds defended really well and were, were tactically, you know, spot on. They didn't give United too much space. You know, they blocked a lot of stuff and yeah, re- resorted United to very little. And, and yeah, good point for Leeds, not so much for United. And you know, like I say, City is obviously looking inevitable. It's it's looking very much like it's you know a case of you know is it going to be a couple of games? Is it going to be two? Is it going to be three? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, one game uh, today, mate, where we did see some goals, which was uh, Burnley, mate, put four past Wolves away. It's a cracking result for any Burnley fan. That yeah, great result. Probably a result I wasn't expecting. Uh, I was probably expecting mm. a draw or maybe just a one goal in it. But yeah, great result for. Sean Dyche and Burnley and obviously Chris Wood in my eyes keeps proving himself as a Premier League striker um, mm. you know he can he can keep getting goals at the highest level and you know, I think he's up to double figures now after today's hat trick so um, yeah it's, it's great to see and I think that obviously sort of maybe I wouldn't say mathematically but looks to probably put Fulham down and uh, obviously it's a massive three points for Burnley and they can probably breathe a huge sigh of relief now and yeah like I say it, was a, it wasn't a result anyone was expecting but yeah it's a fantastic result for them I mean, just touch on Wolves quickly, Jack. I mean, obviously from last season to this season, it's been a poor season for them. Is it? Is it? They're in twelfth, mate. Is that where you thought they'd be at the start of the season, or would you thought they'd be higher up? I think if you're going to judge them from last season or the, you know, where they finished last season, you'd, you'd probably expect them to maybe be in the top ten. Mm. I think they're obviously really struggling without Jimenez. You know, they don't really look like they've got a goal scorer. You know, yeah. Fabio Silva's not scored the goals. William Jose came on alone and scored one, I think. Um, Neto's not scoring. Pudont's no. Traore doesn't really have much of an end product in terms of goal goal scoring. So, yeah, I think that's where they're struggling really at the moment. They've got, you know, no one can, that can put the ball in their back of net, especially with him and not there. And he was sort of their, their go-to main man. When he was um when he was in when he wasn't injured and um yeah maybe maybe top top ten out of expect um I'm not really too sure how they're twelve because they seem to lose most weeks yeah that's so, true yeah maybe you know uh, I don't know maybe there was obviously talk that came out in the week about Nuno going to Spurs and who knows really um but yeah I, I thought they'd be doing better than what they are they seem to be losing most weeks really they're really inconsistent as well you, sort of. Maybe pulling up a, a, a draw or a win one week and then losing, and yeah, they just there's no consistency. No, totally agree. Uh, just let's move on quickly to uh, yesterday's results, mate. 
the champions held again, mate, at Anfield to um, a Newcastle side, mate. Again, another surprising result for myself. Uh, and it's a good um, point for Newcastle to keep them away from that drop now, mate. Yeah, Newcastle rejuvenated after the last and beating in three, and beating in three now. And Bruce, he's probably you know he's kept them up, and uh, yeah, I think they got sort of, they were sort of played off the park by Liverpool, but you know they kept they kept going, and obviously it was a shame about the the offside goal with Callum Wilson, but you know they've not they've not gave in, and, and Joe Willicks came away, and Newcastle have got a massive point, and it could have been a big three points for Liverpool, it would have got them back into that top four, um, and you know it's just. Yeah, one of those results where you, you probably weren't expecting it, but yeah, Newcastle keep fighting, and I'd say they're probably well. I'd say they've done enough now in terms of what they needed to do. You know, if we go back to sort of three or four weeks ago on the podcast, we thought they were sort of down and out. They were looking, mm. you know, sort of like they were going to go down, or they was going to go down to sort of the last game against Fulham. But yeah, they've, they've completely turned that around in the last three weeks and three games. Yeah, I mean, mate, Joe Willock, as you mentioned, scored the the equaliser. He scored. I think, quote me if I'm wrong, he scored the winner last week. Yeah, no, he did, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he's picking up some good value points from him. Is, is it a matter of can they sign him and sign him in the transfer window, mate, or do you not think Arsenal will let him go? No, I think from sort of where Arsenal were and how he was being used at Arsenal, I don't see no reason as to why they wouldn't let him go. Um, like you say, he's picked up some valuable points. He's picked up four points in the last two games of his late goals, so I can't see no reason as to why Arsenal won't want to want to let him go and he's going to get more game time at Newcastle and he seems to be, you know, scoring crucial goals as well for them. So I'm sure Newcastle fans and maybe Steve Bruce will want to keep him for next season and try and sign him permanently, yeah. Yeah. Um, another result where I kept a close eye on yesterday, Jack, obviously Leicester weren't playing so uh, it was a matter of West Ham-Chelsea. 1-0 to uh, Chelsea, mate. Timo Werner with a goal. But what, what did you make of that red card from West Ham, mate? Was it a red for you on Chilwell or not? No, I don't think so, mate. I think he's just gone to clear the ball and he's put his leg down and unfortunately it's come on to uh, the Chelsea player. I can't remember who it was now. I think it might have been Chilwell, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 it was Chilwell, you're right. Yeah, no, I don't think so, mate. I think, you know, football's obviously the way we are at the moment with VAR and everything. It's kind of going... I feel like from what I've seen as well a lot on social media and stuff, and a lot of people don't want that to be a red card, really. Um, I'm sure if Jacko was here booting off and kicking off about VAR again, <laughs> and even though it was West Ham, I'm sure he'd be, be siding with me and, and saying it wasn't a red card. Yeah, it's harsh. Um, don't think that obviously helped West Ham's cause, but I think Chelsea were the better side, really. Um, Moisey's men put up a good fight, but it was nice to see Werner get back on the score sheet after having a bit of a drought. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good three points for them in terms of the top four race as well. Yeah, I mean, do you think that's possibly West Ham's Chance of the Champions League over now, Jack. I mean, they've just dropped out of the top four now to Chelsea. Um, played a game more than Leicester and they're four points behind. Is it still possibly there? Or I, I think it, it, it's not impossible, but I think they needed to kind of win that game yesterday to try and cement themselves up there. But, you know, who knows? If West Ham win the last couple of games and Leicester drop points tomorrow and Chelsea drop points over the last couple of games, then who knows, you know, it's, it's, it's not an impossible task, but um, I think them, lo- no. them, using, them losing yesterday has made it a lot harder for themselves now, which is a shame because I'd love to see them finish in the top four. Yeah, I mean, mate, it's still very possible, like you say, I mean, they're, they're well in it mathematically, but the games they've got, mate, it's like Burnley, Brighton, West Brom, Southampton, so they're not teams, there are teams they can beat, mate. Yeah, yeah, there's probably four winnable games there, really, if they look to finish the season strong and, 
who knows if, if they can win those four and hope results go for them elsewhere, then yeah, they've definitely got a shout. I'd love them to finish in the top four personally. I'd love to see West Ham, you know, they've got that nice big ground. Moise, like we, we've said it on here before, Moise's done an incredible job and hopefully Lingard signs permanently and, and they can build on their squad for next season and, you know, have, it'd be nice to see them have a go in the Champions League. We'd love to see that. Yeah, I totally agree, mate. Um, one more game from yesterday. Uh, Sheffield, mate, picked up a three points over a, a poor Brighton side, mate. Still not out of the dark either, Jap. So it's, I think that's a massive loss for Brighton. What do you think of that one? Yeah, yeah, it was. I think everyone kind of expected it to be like a sort of automatic three points for Brighton because of obviously how Sheffield United have been playing recently. But I think it's just one of those things, you know, where sort of Sheffield United are relegated. It's been confirmed and it's sort of the pressure's released sort of for Sheffield United. They can go out there, they can perform. They haven't got to win every game. They can go out there and enjoy themselves. And, you know, you, you've seen that. And they've gone out there and won. Yeah. And I, I just think it's, it's, it's funny, isn't it? How, you know, there's no pressure. Now they're relegated and they end up winning three points. It's just a shame that they couldn't do that, you know, sort of for how, however, however many games, whether, you know, where they were struggling in the last couple of months. So, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't think it's it's a foregone conclusion yet as to who's gone down. Um with the last two spots, so it should be interesting to see really whether or not Burn, um, Brighton can get themselves a couple more points or not. Yeah, I mean, just the last game, mate, before we move on, um, is the Friday night game Arsenal Everton, mate. A- absolute howler from uh, Bert Leno. And to me, mate, it was a boring game to watch. What, what, what did you make of that? Do you feel Arsenal were not great? Yeah, like you say, mate. I think it was a, it was a howler. It was a howler of a game, really. There wasn't really anything too exciting going on in that game, and yeah, Arsenal just my word. I actually think they've gone backwards since Arteta took over. Um, I think if you listen back on the pod, I think I might have been actually quite positive in terms of them appointing Arteta. <laughs> but yeah, I'm probably I'm probably going to contradict myself and go back on my word again, which we I've probably done a lot on this podcast. But I don't care. Um, I'm just going off the here and now and I think that's that's the good thing about football. It makes you change your mind week in, week out. <laughs> you know, there's been times where I said Liverpool won't finish in the top four. Now I think they have a chance. There's times I said Newcastle looked down and now they're not. So yeah, no, I think Arteta possibly they have gone backwards since him. Uh, but then again, sacking him probably who can you bring in? Can you keep 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 sacking managers? I have spoke about Arsenal before and, and as is Jacko that I don't think their squad is anywhere near good enough. I think their defence is awful. Um, I think they've got, they got do have some good young players coming through, you know, like the likes of Saka, mm. Emil Smith Rowe. So there is some positives there, but yeah, I think it was a it was a drab game. But good three points for Everton away from home again. Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, just quick, quickly plug uh, if you want to get in contact with us over the results or the fixtures coming up. Get in touch with Jacko on his email. I'll plug it for him. It's after extra time twenty twenty at gmail dot com. Or you can contact us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Um, let's move on. Jack, Championship, your favourite. <laughs> Fucking hell, here we go again. I can't, yeah. can't wait for this to finish, really. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, week in, week out. I'm going to start, mate, with your boys. 2-1 defeat to Birmingham, mate. It's, it's dreadful, isn't it? It's absolutely dreadful. Look, enough for you, Jack. Results for Barnsley done you a favour with Rotherham losing on that. We'll touch on in a minute, but surely you must be getting pissed off with this now, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's embarrassing. You know, I think we're without a winning thirteen. Um, mm. It's just, I mean, the fact is when obviously the start of the game, 
you know, he changed it up a little bit. He went, I think he went more direct in terms of gameplay as well. Um, went one that up for Kazim Richards, I don't, who hadn't scored in about seven games, so it was good to hit to see him get back on the score sheet. Um, yeah, I think at one nil, it was it was always going to be sort of a risky scoreline, and you know, I was the longer the game went on at one nil, I was sort of holding holding on and holding on and crossing my fingers, and then obviously Jukovic scored, and then at one one, I genuinely thought we're going to lose this game, and then obviously it came sort of with sort of seven minutes left on the clock and. At two one, I didn't think there's any chance of us getting anything out of the game again after that. You know, we won that up, we've absolutely collapsed again, and you know we've got Swansea away next week, and then we finish up Sheffield Wednesday at home, which could be fucking massive, really. It could be yeah, who's got a win to, to stay up, sort of thing. Because like you say, though, luckily Rotherham lost again to Barnsley, and Middlesbrough beat Sheffield Wednesday. So I mean, and like Cardiff beat Wickham as well. Not that I think Wickham are any much of a danger, really. I think they're sort of out, but yeah. Mm. It's, yeah. It is frustrating, you know. It really is. It, um, it's pressure on Rooney now, Jack, or is there no pressure on on him considering uh, he had to take over from from the shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he had to take over from shit, but he, he, he in coming in, he knew what was you know he knew the situation. He was playing at the club, so it wasn't like he was unaware of that. It wasn't like he'd been managing somewhere else or playing somewhere else and came into it. It wasn't a new situation for him. He knew what was going on, kind of what the squad was like. He'd been playing with them, so. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that need changing at Derby. From the top, mm. that needs changing. The squad needs a brand new sort of clear out, get rid of all the shit. And then there's a good mm. couple of youngsters in there. Keep who we need. If some people have got contracts at the end of the season, then chuck them, get rid of it. You know, mm. I think, you know, Derby have sort of... I, I don't know. I don't know whether we've been punching above our weight or what in terms of getting near the playoffs this season. But I think this sort of season has kind of open fans' eyes and realise the actual reality of how sort of where we're at and thinking actually maybe we're not as good as we think. Um I just think we're sort of because of how bad we've been, it's now reliant on other teams to drop points rather than us to go out there and win the points, which isn't a situation that's good because obviously it's out of our hands. So I mean all we can do and hope for is to win our next two get the win our last two games. Um yeah. I don't know if we'll get anything I d I don't think we'll get anything from Swansea next week. So that Sheffield Wednesday game, I say it's massive. Birmingham game is massive. The Preston game is massive. Last yeah. two or three games have been massive. And we just, to me, they had, there was a bit more fight, but, you know, it's not enough, really. You need to, the, like say, the defending for the second goal, for the Birmingham goal, was absolutely atrocious. And it's like, you, you, can't, you can't defend like that. You know, if this keeps happening, then inevitably we are going to go down. But, yeah, I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed and, and pray that we can get something from the two results and then hopefully Rotherham will lose all four games. Which, yeah. I'm, at the moment, I'm... at the moment, it seems like they are going to because, you know, they just, they seem quite poor as well. But Yeah, they're in a rock. They're self-chat. I mean, you Derby fans will hopefully be uh, having your fingers and toes crossed Tuesday night, mate, when they play Brentford. Yeah, it's, like you say, it's, it's, they could be playing someone a lot worse. Um, but they've got to fight themselves, and you know this is the championship. We we know that you know so anything can happen. But I hope I'm hoping Brentford will do us a favour. You know they're on a good run themselves. They won big game, which we'll probably come on to. They beat Bournemouth at the weekend as well, so that's a good result for them. I think they're up to third. I think they overtook Bournemouth, um, so they'll want to keep just solidifying their place in the playoffs. Um, and yeah, I just oh, yeah absolutely praying and praying and hoping that they. I mean. If they can destroy Rotherham and put sort of four or five past them and knock their confidence, that'd be brilliant. And 
hopefully they lose all four games, but I just honestly don't know. It's going to go down to the wire. Definitely. I mean, let's move on to um, our other co-host to end it today. So uh, <laughs> I'll let you do the talking on Jacko's behalf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watford won, Millwall nil. Fire away, mate, and let's see what Jacko makes of your. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I think he, I, I'd imagine he'd have been probably not expecting anything from the game. Mm. You know, Watford knew if they won, they were promoted. Um, they scored very early on from a penalty. Um, and I think from then on, it was sort of, I don't want to say all one way traffic because Jacko might argue that, but I think Watford were far too good for Millwall in terms of squad and squad depth. And uh, I think that showed. Uh, I think Millwall had a couple of chances in the second half, but other than that, I think Watford kind of comfortably in charge of the game and you know they've been promoted and um, so well done to Watford and you know they rightly so really I think me and Jacko might have tipped Watford to go up at the start of the season yeah um, but yeah with the squad they've got and, and, and the quality of it they should really be going up so yeah well done to them yeah well done Jacko for losing another game mate <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure uh, we'll... I'm sure he would have uh Give a lot more in-depth analysis than me. And <laughs> <laughs> me, mate. I would have just, I would have just said shit, and that were it. Well, yeah, they were shite. Yeah, but I'm sure, sure, Jacko would uh, would admit that too. But yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I think they. I don't think he'd have expected much out of the game. To be fair, they were strong. It was a nice, it was a nice uh, birthday treat for him, though, Jack. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure he was. <laughs> I'm sure he was happy with that. <laughs> Let's move on to a, a nice goal fest, mate. Blackburn Rovers, five. Huddersfield, two. I didn't see that coming, mate. Yeah, your boy's Blackburn, eh? That <laughs> mm. trick from uh, Adam Armstrong, mate. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been on the score sheet or he's not scored as many as he had been doing because at the start of the season, he was absolutely firing him in around Christmas. So, it's good for him to get back on the score sheet. I think Blackburn needed it. Huddersfield are utter shite. They really are poor. Yeah, um, um, yeah it was just an onslaught, really, I think, in terms of... Blackburn just bashing him, you know, started early on with Armstrong getting a couple of goals and then just continued. Um, Brereton getting on the score sheet as well. I think a couple of them players, I don't know if they've been out injured or just out of form, but, you know, towards the start of the season, obviously had like Brereton, Armstrong, Dak, who's obviously out injured now again with a long-term yeah. injury. So, yeah, I think they've been missing a couple of players, but they obviously seem to be on song this weekend. And I think Blackburn have obviously they've got enough now and they've done enough to, to stay up. So, yeah. Yeah, um, touching on the champions, Norwich, mate. Three, three one winners over QPR. Nice, comfortable win. What we've seen coming, but um, one game what helped you out though, Jack, was Preston beating Cov away one nil. Yeah, I think Cov might be might be too much out of reach at the moment for Derby. So, but yeah, it just sort of keeps keeps things in the back of Cov's mind. I think. I think with the, with their sort of last two or three games where they picked up sort of. I think they won two and drew one. They might have won yeah. three. Or they might have even. I think they might have even won three in a row. Um, they, they, they pulled themselves massively out because they were literally a place below Derby, and I think they, they ended up going to, to about sixteenth. So that's literally what I wanted Derby to do. You know, you, you win it two or three games in a row, and you completely pull yourself out of it. Um, yeah, but obviously we can't we can't buy one at the minute. So no, there we go. I mean, another team I keep an eye on, mate, is Nigel Pearson's Bristol. Lost a game, mate. Three two at home to uh, my boys, Luton Town. Yeah, Bristol City seems to be in a bit of a mess, really. You know, Pearson came in and I think they won sort of two or three, and I think since then they've not yeah. won. I think they're sort of eight or nine without a win, and they were two nil up this afternoon and just obviously collapsed. And Luton doing all right as well, sort of 
you know, I'd have put them sort of to be near the bottom of the table and they've sort of mid-table. So congratulations to them. And yeah, it's just, I don't know what's going on at the heart of Bristol City with Pearson, you know? Thought... No, maybe uh, a full season, Jack. I think he might have a clear out and start fresh. Yeah, I, I, think, mean, he, I think he's got to really. Yeah, you know what he's capable of, mate. He's proved it in there. Just he's got to find his players, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he's got to find his players, find his style as well. And uh, I think he's probably a lot of shit that he wants to clear out, I should imagine. Yeah, I mean, I know Steve's been listening to our podcast, mate, and he will going on about you boys <sighs> the other week saying Wickham are down. He will giving it Billy Big Bollocks, mate, to me saying they're staying up. <laughs> if they cemented now, mate, going back to the League One after the 2-1 defeat against Cardiff. Yeah, I think they've been down for for a couple of weeks. I'm not going to lie, um, <laughs> but it's still not confirmed. And you know, they kept they kept digging points out to be fair to them. And um, yeah, it's it's admirable, really, with in terms of the the squad they've got and the money they've got compared to a lot of the other clubs. Mm. But yeah, I think I think maybe sort of over the next game, you might see it. I think if they lose the next game, they're down. So I don't know who they've got, but. They've got, mate, um, the last two fixtures is Bournemouth and Middlesbrough. Yeah, so, you know, that's two tough games for them where mm. I think they'd have to win both and result, I think we'd have to lose their last two. Sheffield Wednesday would have to lose their last two and Rotherham have to probably... Well, yeah, they're, they're on 37, mate. They win the next two, they'll be on 43, the same as Derby. Um, yeah, I think... And, you know, goal difference is a far margin, to be fair. Yeah, this is what I mean. It'll be a massive asset to stay up from now. But, yeah, it's... To 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 get themselves in it with sort of two games to go is a massive achievement, really, because they were miles off sort of a month or two ago. So, but yeah, I think I think they, with those two games as well, Bournemouth and Middlesbrough, they're two toughies as well. I don't I don't think they'll like you say you'd have to win both by a big margin and hope that all the other teams around them lose. Yeah, I mean, what what about Mick McCarthy, Jacket uh, Cardiff? I know we touched him when he first came in and he done well. I, I still think he's doing great. Yeah, I think, I agree with you, mate. I think he's studied the shit. You know, they went on that big big winning result, seven or eight unbeaten when he first came in. And yeah, I think they've lost a couple of games. But I, I think he, in terms of where they were, they were sort of low mid-table, you know, 17th, 18th. He's come in and he's, he's steadied the ship. And I think, yeah, all right, they're not going to get the playoffs, which, you know, probably is a shame the way they were going. But I think, it, obviously, carry on what he's doing next season. And I think there's no reason why they can't be a shout for the playoffs next season. Yeah, 100%. I have to agree with you, mate. Um, another team I've been looking at, at mate, is uh, Reading drew 2-2 with Swansea. Um, I mean, Swansea are in the playoffs, Reading are up there as well, mate. At the point really weren't good for both of them teams. Yeah, I think that's, uh, well, Reading needed to win to have a chance of being in the playoffs. That's them out now. So, right. I think that's your top six confirmed, but obviously just not in the order of where who weren't going to play each other yet. Obviously, third place, sixth, fourth place, fifth. So that will be obviously have to be confirmed on the final day. But yeah, I think you've got your, your playoff, your playoff teams con- um, confirmed. I think you've got Bournemouth, Brentford, um, Barnsley, and Swansea. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like, and I really hope Barnsley do it. I'd love to see Barnsley do it. Uh, I was just going to ask you that, Jack. I mean, obviously you're saying it's confirmed, which it is, mate. There's too much of a margin, and you just said Barnsley are going to do it. I mean. Out of them all, you'd probably fancy to play Barnsley, would you not? If you were a Brentford, Bournemouth, or Swansea fan, yeah, I think in terms of if you look at the squads, yeah, you would. But I think the form that Barnsley are on, you can't, you can't really. I mean, these are the playoffs as well. You know, there's no freebies in these. You know, they're just two games where you've got to play 
play play the situation and then if you get to Wembley then that's another one you know anything can happen in these sort of games and I think maybe they could go to Pens really mm. um, who knows it's going to be going to be a tricky one really I, I, don't, I don't know how to call it really I don't know who's going to do it there's there's a lot it could be any one of them four I think yeah. Jacko would probably agree as well I think I don't think Barnsley are a free go at all I don't think if you get them you, you'd be like oh, we're going to put six or seven passes because the form they're on and the run they've come on and to finish in the top six is incredible so uh, I just I honestly do not know how to call it I don't know who's going to finish where yet either so I don't know who's going to play each other so yeah, I think they're going to be excited. It's just a shame that there's no fans there, really. They might hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I don't know if it will be, but hopefully they might be able to get some fans in for the player final. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, it was a game yesterday, mate. Obviously, the two playoff teams is Bournemouth, Brentford, Brentford one nil winners, finished with ten men. Do, do you not feel that obviously Bournemouth sacked um, Jacko's mate? They brought in Jonathan Woodgate. Do you feel he's done a good job now, Jack? Considering we were talking about him when they dropped out of the top six, he's now managed to get them back in there, mate. And they're sitting fourth in the league. Is that not a bad job by Woodgate? No, I think he's done what he what he needed to do. Really, I think obviously the aim was they were losing games, and I'm not a massive Woodgate fan. Neither was Jacko. Um, still not a massive fan, but I think his sort of aim would have been to finish in the playoffs. I don't think they could have done anything else, really. Um, yeah. They seem to. He seems to have steadied the ship. They've got more results in, and you know they're they're in there. And I mean, they'll, they'll probably think they can go all the way. I think all all four teams will think that. But yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think you have to say he's done what he can do, and um, yeah, he's, he's got his teams in the playoffs, and that was probably the aim, I should imagine, when he came in. If, if obviously Jack, if he doesn't get through and make the uh, playoff final, or even gets there and don't win it, can you see that would be? His career from Bournemouth gone? Uh, I don't know. I think he might stay. I think. A season? Yeah, and if he does shit by Christmas, maybe. I don't know. Maybe gone. But, yeah, I don't. I think it would be harsh probably to sack him, if they, even if they lost in the, in the playoff semis. But, like you say, I think all four clubs will will think they've got a chance. Like I say, these, these games are lotteries. Anything can happen. Yeah, I totally agree, mate. I mean... We're not far behind that, Jack. We've done the championship, mate. I'm just going to drop into uh, League One, what we haven't done for a while. Yeah, there's a few promotions and relegations, I think, in the lower leagues. Yeah, so let, let's whip over to them, mate, and let's talk. Let's just talk about Hull City, mate. They're 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 up. How, how do you feel they're done with? Obviously, they kept old Grant McCann in charge, mate. What's the odds of them staying up next season? Have they got to spend, or do you think they know the league that well enough to stay up? Yeah, I think, I think they've done a good job in terms of getting up. I don't think League One's the, the most straightforward divisions to get out of. I think there's plenty of good teams in there. You know, if you get stuck down there for a couple of seasons, then it'll be, be harder and harder. Um, I think maybe you need to add to the squad a little bit in terms of quality. You know, you're obviously mm. taking a step up. Um, some of their players, I think, have played at championship level previously. You look at people like Josh McGuinness. They've obviously got the youngster Malik Wilkes as well. Can he step up into the division above? And then they've got a few others that I think have played in the championship previously. So I don't think it'll be a complete revamp, but I think they've definitely got to add a little bit of quality just to to try and see if they can stay up. And they're sort of one of those yo-yo clubs. So I mean, so it's probably too early to say now this season, whether well for next season, whether they'll stay up. I'm not too sure, but I think they'll be probably be around the bottom half. I'd say. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, let's go to the bottom end of the table. Bristol Rovers, mate. Joey Barton side. You've got two games left, Jack. They're <laughs> bottom of the league. 38 points, mate. They've got yeah. to win the last two and hope Northampton don't win. Yeah, I think he got sacked as well. after the Has game. he been sacked? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, after the game, so... Well, there we go then. So no Joey Barton. Yeah, I think I think they're down as well. Are they confirmed as down or? Well, it's mathematically, mate. They can still they can still stay up. Yeah, I feel um, I don't think they, like I said, they need Northampton, mate, to lose the last two, and they need to win the last two. Yeah, I don't think they will. I think, like you say, it's a tough ask, and they've been shipping goals all season. I think they've had numerous managers as well, so it does sound like a bit of a sinking ship. If you're going to be honest, if you're a Bristol Rovers fan, you've got to. Got to kind of cross your fingers. I think Northampton have won the last sort of couple of games. I've been picking points up as well. So for them to mm. both and Bristol to win both, it's it's a big ask. I mean, just looking at the League One table, Jack, you got from third right down to twelfth. It's still open, mate, for a playoff spot. I mean, two games to go. You got Accrington in in twelfth with sixty-two points, and there's sixth place, seventh place teams on sixty-eight. So two games to go, mate. It's possibly still there, wide open. Yeah, this is what I mean. I don't. I think there's a lot of good teams in League One. I think I was having this conversation with uh, another Derby fan last week. I think I said if if Derby go down to League One, I think if they can come back up in the first season, then that's fine. But I think if they get stuck down there for another season, that's when it starts to become tough. And I think you know, this, this, it's, it's not the most straightforward divisions. You know, you've got teams like Blackpool, Portsmouth, Sunderland, Ipswich. You know, and Peter yes, uh, and Charlton, all of these teams that have been around the sort of the sort of prem now, sort of yeah. in League One. You know, you even look at Bolton, who are obviously fine at the moment in League Two. So hopefully they'll be up to League One. But you know, you look at them; they were sort of in the prem, sort of, you know, 10, 10 15 years ago. So you just you just hope and pray that you know that probably don't hopefully don't drop down to that because obviously, like you say, from third to twelve, it's it's so competitive. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, mate. Um, I mean, if you have to pick one one team to come up, Jack, apart from automatic, who would you go for? What, so from to get out of the playoffs? or? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you've got Sunderland, Lincoln, Oxford, Blackpool, Pompey, Charlton, MK Dons, Gillingham, Ipswich and Accrington Stanley. I think my pick would be Blackpool. I know they lost 1-0 to Shrewsbury yesterday, but if you sort of take that result out, I think they've been very, very consistent. They, they weren't up there sort of a month or two ago and they've their recent form has brought them into the playoffs. So yeah, I think for me that that'll be my outside shot if you're looking at it. It's a black ball, maybe going through the playoffs. Yeah, I mean it'd be nice to see them back up. I mean I, I, if I had to have a punt stab in the dark I'd probably go Lincoln. And that's just because I like Appleton to be fair. They need to get I think they need to get their form back though. I think they, cause obviously they were top of the league sort of a month or two. Yeah. Dropped off a little yeah. bit. But yeah it's like you say, it's anyone's league, really. Obviously, in terms of, I know, you obviously, Hull are up. Peterborough look like they're not far off being up as well. I think they need sort of a win or another win. So, yeah, yeah. It, it is a tricky league. Then playoffs are going to be tough either way. Definitely, mate. Um, just going to go into League Two quick, Jack. Playoffs are guaranteed for Cheltenham, Cambridge, and Bolton, mate. So, nice to see Bolton up there after the, the amount of uh, shit seasons they've had with off, off the field shit. So, it'd be nice to see Bolton get back up to League One, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would, mate. It would. And I think if you looked at the league table sort of two, three months ago, they were down the bottom end of it. And obviously, another good run of form and they're fucking confirmed for playoffs. So, it's, yeah, it's an incredible job. And like you said, it'd be nice after all the all the stuff they've gone through to sort of hopefully see them back, hopefully come into the League One and then 
can they go back from there and, and hopefully, you know, look at it, maybe get promoted after a year or two. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just a couple more before we uh, call, call it a night on the old pod. Um, National League, mate, but not relegated any teams. Obviously, Macclesfield were expelled. Dover, Athletics results were um, took off. And the North and South divisions, mate, were declared null and void. So that means there's no relegation this year. Yeah, it's a shame, really. I mean, hopefully after this season, none of this stuff will happen again. Uh, or it won't happen mm. for hopefully a long time. And, you know, it's a real shame. And I think those clubs are probably going to be affected the most in terms of they've not played much football. Their seasons have been null and void. You know, they can't get any revenue in terms of tickets, sales and people coming into the ground. So hopefully come September time when their season kicks off again and everything else kicks off again, they'll uh, maybe we'll be allowed some fans in the ground. Because, you know, by that time, hopefully majority of the population will have had their second dose of the vaccine. You know, we're looking at what? Sort of three, four months time, you know. Mm. Um, hopefully by then sort of we'll be in a position to say, look, you can go to grounds, you know, it's obviously their grounds aren't as big. So you'd, you'd like to think that they, people can go into their grounds, they can have their season and they can play football again, you know, because it must be frustrating as a, as a player, a fan, manager, or to be associated with any of those clubs where, you know, you see the, the top four leagues playing, yet none mm. of the football can't, you know, it's, it must be frustrating. Yeah, 100%. I totally agree, mate. Um, just before we go, mate, as well, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, Rangers, mate, they've actually obviously been crowned champions. They're going into the second qualifying round, mate, for the Champions League. That's a massive boost for Rangers fans, isn't it, from previous years? Yeah, it's huge. And obviously, they did did pretty well in terms of the Europa League as well this season. So, be interesting to see how far Gerard can go in the qualifying legs. Hopefully, they can go all the way. Um, obviously, the more they go into the qualifying legs, the, the tougher the opposition is going to be. So, you know, but hopefully, fingers crossed, they can get to the group stages and, uh, like you say, they can get some fans into the ground. And uh, those European nights will be back at Ibrox. I'm sure it'll be bouncing. Definitely, mate. Definitely. So, if you do want to get in contact with us after extra time, um, have a go. An email. Have a go at Jack. Yeah. If not being in, yeah, you can have a go at Jacko. If you want to have a go at Jacko. <laughs> because he's a part-timer now, uh, you can contact him on After Extra Time 2020 at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Get your comments and views in for, I don't know, results, fixtures, anything football-related, get in touch and we'll talk about it. Um, that's all we're doing for tonight, Jack. A nice, quick, steady one, mate. Um, get ready for you next week, mate. And I think, top of my head, you've got a special guest on next week. Have I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got um, you've got a great one actually, mate. Because it'll blend in well for your league two, uh, Bolton Wanderers. Nicky Hunt. Oh, Nicky Hunt. Yeah, I thought I don't know if name was going to be confirmed or not. Yeah, but we're looking forward to it. Hopefully by then, maybe you know Bolton. Well, they've already confirmed, but hopefully you know you can have a chat about them and talk about some of the, the shit they've gone through and in terms of hopefully the good times are coming back for them. But yeah, I don't know if it, I thought it was Jacko hosted. Maybe it is me. I don't know. Well, it was meant to be Jacko this week, mate, so he misses his turn. Um, that's what you get. That's what you get, mate, when you take the piss. Shambles, eh? Shambles. It is a shambles. Um, yeah, so Jacko, if you're listening again, mate, you're an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> and let's just put it right, Jack. If, if Jacko was on this pod, and I'm sure the listeners will agree, it would have been, uh, instead of 40 minutes pod, it would be an hour and 45. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Jacko, mate, but I thought I'd add that in. Happy birthday! But no... <laughs> yeah, yeah, happy birthday. 
But no, that's all from me, Jack. Is necessary something you want to add, mate? No, I'm all good. Just keep keep keep, keep, keep your fingers and uh, toes crossed for Derby staying up. <laughs> hey. um, so yeah, thanks for listening. You've listening to After Extra Time podcast. I'm your host, Greeny, and it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.